how does all of that fit with building your skills up you know because it's really so change the perspective yeah. yes change the perspective it's not yeah. about passion as much as it is about getting good at something you know right. like really good at something yeah, yeah, and yeah. when you do that you know unfortunately for the kids today and maybe a little unfortunately for the parents because it requires a changing of the paradigm yeah um the, we are in a world which is in flux you know those old notions of oh you need to get a job that you can be in for 40 years of your yeah. life yeah. is no longer true hi we are the confident communicator and i am seema mehta along with my partner deepma jadeja welcome to imperfect parenting together let's get on a journey of discovering kindness success and happiness courageously fearlessly and by holding ourselves to a standard of grace not perfection it is our mission at the confident communicator to empower kids and adults discover their own uniqueness through our coaching training and soft skills program we welcome you to a new chapter of imperfect parenting a series dedicated to discovering our own uniqueness without judgment by chiseling away all superfluous materials within ourselves hi everyone this is seema mehta along with uh, deepma jadeja my colleague from the conference we are back uh, i hope everybody had a great diwali happy new year and happy diwali to all of you uh, you know we've been talking a lot about different subjects over the last few weeks on imperfect parenting and we thought you know there's one thing that everybody talks about all the time uh, you know your child should follow their passion and we need to talk about this whole myth of what is this passion so we thought let's call somebody who is passion all over her psyche and her persona <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is our fantastic guest aarti kumar rao Hi Arti, happy to hi. see you. Hi, hi guys. Hi everyone. Let, let me introduce her. Uh, she doesn't like me doing it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, so Arti Kumar Rao is a National Geographic explorer. She's an independent environmental photographer, an artist, a writer, and most importantly, a very dear friend of uh, both Deepma and I. A very good supporter of the Confident Communicators. We are so excited that she's here, and she's one person I, I remember talking to her so many times about. Uh, how her childhood was and what shaped her childhood and how she got to this point uh, i remember her talking about how she started off as a science student and she pursued what the two different masters degree uh, in in can you tell us what it was just i'll let you talk how did you <laughs> get to this point i'll let you talk is that ever comes from you <laughs> so yeah <laughs> hi everyone and thanks deepma and seema for having me over um yeah so how it started was that i was or at least i thought i was very passionate about physics and i wanted to be an astrophysicist because i thought that's what it was all about watching the stars and you know all kinds of really fancy stuff um as i came i did i did my masters in physics i did go ahead and finish my yeah. masters in physics but at some point after doing that i realized that that was just not me Hmm. I was in a lab. I was working in TIFR, which is one of the top-notch institutions in the country. So it was not like I was in some, you know, something that was not so good. It was a great place to be, but yet I realized that it was not me. 
and it was not for me. And I was very fortunate to have parents who absolutely did not force me to stay or guide me in any way. They just said, figure it out, you know, find out, explore, see what you want to do. And that was very odd because I come from a family of scientists. Everybody's a PhD. And so, it, you know, I was just very thankful to have that kind of uh, pressure taken off me. And I did change quite drastically. And I, I started working in this glossy magazine called Society in Bombay. I remember it's got that. nothing to do with physics or science or anything at all. <laughs> I think I was good at writing. I was always top of the class in what I, you know, in expression and writing and speaking and all of that. So that was something that was a large part of me. And unfortunately, in our growing up days, which was a few decades ago, um, we had to choose between science and arts. And I never wanted to choose between science and arts. I always wanted to do both, but I was not allowed to because there was no choice. It was not available. Yeah, right. So um, I had to choose and I chose science, but there was that part of me that always wanted to write and always wanted to, um, you know, do photography and so on. Um, it just, it's just expression. I might be writing about science. It may not be that I'm writing about something different, but it's just expression was a large part of me and stuck in a lab was not. So that's how I changed. And after that, um, you know, life took me to the United States and, uh, Things were different there. And I did another master's there in graphic design and then yet another master's. <laughs> I did an MBA. I was, I was exploring. I was searching. I was feeling, you know, to see where it was that, that, would, uh, that I would tick, you know, what makes yes. me tick. Yes. Not, it was not a slam dunk there are some friends of mine who, for whom it's a well, very clear from the very, very beginning. Clear. Yes. Very clear. Yes. And for me, it was not clear because I was interested in a way too many things. And I think that's my, I, I would, call, I, I would not call it a problem. A lot of people call it a problem, but yeah. um, I'm interested in a variety of things and I don't necessarily want to choose. So you know, it's, it's very interesting. Aarti, you say that you know, I was having a conversation with my daughter, my younger daughter. And if you remember, you had given me um, some seeds from, um, I think, was it from Northern Karnataka? You had given me a packets of seeds and we were discussing and planning how to grow those seeds. And my daughter, Tanaya, turned to me and said, how do these seeds, I mean, they stay in a packet for months. And then suddenly, if you put them in a pot or in a garden, they start sprouting. Isn't that a miracle? I mean, isn't that amazing? And I said, yeah, you know, if you you offer uh, the right ecological balance for that seed, it will grow. And that's how human beings are. And we were both like, whoa, that's, that's big. It's a great segue. Right? That's right? a great segue into what I was going to say. Go I was just going to say that it's so important. You know what those seeds were doing in that packet? They what? were lying fallow. They were lying fallow. Absolutely. And to lie fallow in your life is so important and so underrated and so overlooked. Yes. Yeah, because you need that time, you know, it's right, not right. downtime, it's it's just yeah. time where you're doing nothing. bored, sometimes just bored. Yes. Yeah. I remember going to trips as a child, and my mom said, and I used to get bored, and my mom said, Look out of the window, it's okay, get bored. And I think that concept of getting bored doesn't exist anymore, but I think it does help that lying, you know, just chilling and just trying thinking about things. A lot of creativity comes from there. A lot of things become clearer when you have that silence in your life. In fact, it was Paulo Colo of the, the alchemist. He said, remember that wherever your heart is, 
there you will find your treasure so where is your heart when when you said that i wasn't sure that i liked it very much even though it was very prestigious then i went into this glossy magazine then i went to the united states but until your heart says aha this is the this is the point where i want to do what i want to do i don't think we should push ourselves to do something forcibly because otherwise you will regret it at some point right yeah. so what does it mean to to find your passion what does it mean what does passion mean to you um interesting that that see that's that's a question that i had i have a friend uh, a childhood friend of mine and we argue like crazy people think that we are we hate each other but i thank him and i think seema you know who i'm talking i know about. i know okay so <laughs> um i thank him though for pointing me in this direction because once i told him that i was very passionate about something and he said what the heck does that mean you know it doesn't oh. it doesn't mean anything what does it mean what are you doing about it mm-hmm. and that got me thinking and that was 20 2009 2010 okay oh. uh, and uh, that's when i started realizing what i was saying wrong it's not my passion Hmm. it was something that i was good at and i wanted to spend time learning and doing and getting better at Correct. so i think passion is almost a misnomer mm-hmm. it's something that makes you tick what is it that you want to spend time in doing learning getting better at and getting so good at that they can't ignore you anymore that's right that's you know, a beautiful distinction to, to that point very nice. you get to that point that is that is really Beautiful. interesting yeah. and i want you to arti i just want to share some of our students defined passion for us in a class in one of our classes and we said when when they started talking we just we were talking about you know some of our, the self reflection activities that we do and we asked them just by the way what is passion what do you think is passion yeah. and they started saying these amazing things so we said shush 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 you know let us record this this is amazing so let me share that clip with you sure yeah let me uh, uh, yes, share i think Ah, sorry, sorry. Here we go. I think we have to put the sound also, right? Yeah, yeah. It is so cool. You will actually resonate with what the kids are about to say. Mm. It will be, be interesting to watch. A passion is a feeling for a talent. It could be uh, any talent that you love, and you have to do it because you adore it. A passion is something that drives you crazy. you have an a talent which uh, no one else has and you have it like like everyone praises you for it passion is like kind of like what you want to do and why you want to do it because and you should follow it because without passion you kind of don't have a direction or something like passion can be of both types what something which you want to do but even though you don't like something which you want to do Although you like, passion is something that you like and you're good at. Like you can't stop thinking about it. You you just can't. If you don't do it, you feel incomplete. Something you love and you and you want to do. Like if you you, you can't be, you literally can't stop thinking about it every day, every night. If we don't, um, then we'll be very sad and depressed. And we won't feel like that happiness that I have done something great. like you don't feel good if you don't do that you can't stop thinking about it it's not your passion you have to be obsessive about it
gosh, the kids have been spot on. Exactly. And it was so <laughs> interesting that you, be, that you were talking about exactly the same thing. The distinction between what you're good at and what you what you're obsessive about. So can you give us your response to their uh, their, no. their definition? Couple of things. Talent, what you're good at, what you want to do, what gives you a direction, what you're obsessive and what you feel sad about if you don't do. Okay, those are the things that I picked up. Yeah. Um, one ex, one other thing that, you know, it was a little soft and I, I, I was just amazed at it is when he said, when this, this young boy, I think he's the youngest in our he's class. Ten, and, he's ten. Yeah, and he said that something that you really like to do, but also something that you may not like to do, but you want the end result of. Right. Uh-huh. So, yes, so yes. you may not like the process, like you have to work hard, you have to do blah, 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 whatever it is. But, and I gave him that example in class today where I said, that is so cool because I love to train. I love to teach, but training and teaching requires research. And I don't like research. I don't like doing the research, but I got to do it to be a trainer. And so I love that a 10 year old was able to grasp that and say, you got to do some things, even though you don't like them, if you want Absolutely. to achieve what yes, so do you have to be yes. good at something to be passionate about it? Do you always have to be good at it? I mean, let's let's answer that question. Yeah. So, no, I don't think so. I think it comes from what I call micro victories. Mm-hmm. So you start small, yeah. You, but you're obsessive, okay? In the sense that you're not going to get distracted from this, okay? Um, so you start small, you start building your skill. But if it is something that will end up, you know, as you doing what you love, then you will find that the minute you start getting slightly good at something, slightly better than what you thought was possible, yeah. it'll start playing. You say, no, no, no. Now I've got to do one step more. Now I need yeah. to do it again. And so every day you train, it's a muscle. Okay. This thing is a muscle. It's not some hoo-ha, you know, very, very, uh, you know, warm and fuzzy thing, passion. It's really a muscle. And unless you train it, unless you make it stronger and stronger, you're not going to get there. You're and I've seen you do that. Stronger. I've seen you do that with your art. I've seen you, uh, you know, you, you, I remember you starting off drawing today, then tomorrow, then, then you had a whole doodle book, right? I remember yeah. you I and teaching daughter. myself. Exactly. Because yeah, I, I, I didn't know, I've not been taught that. And so I had to teach myself. Artists, yeah. yeah. So, so it's exactly that. Right. And then slowly, like somebody said, somebody praises you for it. It might be something really small, you know, but yeah. somebody says, Hey, you're good at this. And then you're you're like, this. Yeah. I am. So then, you know, you start getting confident and then you start doing it again and again, and then you're obsessive and you get so, I'm not saying I'm good. I'm just saying that eventually you get so good at something that you start getting recognized for it. absolutely and then you start making a career out of it now you know that's that's when that's the bridge where we we have to come to that part where most of our parents are and all of us I mean we all want our children to do well right and there are certain steps that you have to go through in order to get to that point so for example if our children are in school they have to get good grades so that they get into a good college and then that will open up doors for them for their career or whatever how does all that kind of fit in with this idea of following your passion. How does this all go together? So let's let's reframe the let's reframe the question with how does all of that fit with building your skills up? You know, because it's so really change the perspective. Yeah. Yes, change the perspective. It's not about passion as much as it is about getting good at something. You know, right. like really good at something. Yeah, yeah. And when you do that, you know, unfortunately for the kids today, 
and maybe a little unfortunately for the parents because it requires a changing of the paradigm yeah. um, th- we are in a world which is in flux you know those old notions of oh you need to get a job that you can be in for 40 years of your yeah. life yeah. is no longer true right? yeah 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 in fact i i have one statistic that i found i want to read it out to you it is estimated that young people will approx- will have approximately 18 different jobs over six different careers in their lifetime according to the 220 new work order report yes so, so they will have so many different careers and different jobs that they will change over their lifetime which is not something that you and i or even our pa- probably our parents have never experienced our parents have never had i am in my fifth career correct so <laughs> have the same job for like 40 50 years right yeah. yeah yeah exactly so so the thing is the, the, and that's what i would tell those kids were so spot on you know you have to want to learn you have to want to so th- i would say the thing that the parents need to equip the kids with if they aren't already there and most kids are probably far ahead of us parents is to stay teachable yes yes be adaptable stay teachable so yeah. that you're yeah. picking it up you're a sponge you just take it from everywhere stay you know you you stay open you're wide you know you're yeah. you're allowing things to come in and this is one of the things that i tell every kid that's in your in the 9th 10th 11th 12th you know yeah. use your summers to explore because you don't know what you want to do and you shouldn't actually know exactly what you want to do because nobody should expect them to know at, yeah, at that stage yeah not necessary at all right and yeah. of course there are some kids that are so driven and they know which is great yeah but those kids also should not be afraid to change if they find later on that they're not interested and it's not working out yeah it's not working out right so um, and i always think that there's no age limit on passion i yeah. mean why is it that you know whatever you decided in the first 15 17 years of your life now you're stuck with it No, yeah. you're oh God, a poster yeah. child for hey you know if this isn't working for you anymore go find something that actually lies. even if it's working for you go find yeah. something else yeah very yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah you know, i agree it's just so like like for example now i'm um, i would probably say that uh, in 2018 2019 i was uh, at a point in my uh, storytelling career which was probably where you know i kind of was happy i was really happy right but it was already time for me to to look beyond different you know yeah. look at it differently right yeah. and for me now that's going to morph into something which is so different you know people will call it retirement but it really isn't retirement it's something else you know it's completely okay. different and i'm changing that gear even though i was happy Correct. but is there is there like so sometimes i feel that there is a there's a gut feeling right there's a little bit of restlessness that you experience sometimes we don't listen to our gut as much as we should are uh, those teachable moments are constantly coming in front of you and sometimes we ignore them because we feel that's the condition or that's the tradition that we need to follow but i think that that's that's where we are making the mistake see we are not telling we're not saying that oh you don't have to get good grades and you don't have to work hard and you don't have to follow go to a good college we are not saying that right so let's make that distinction very clearly yeah. right now yeah absolutely and i think in any of these things and i might be in my fifth career but there has never been a time when i haven't worked hard that's exactly. not the point exactly that is not the point and it's not that it's not working and therefore you're just giving up and going you know you're learning you're constantly learning 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 but you get to a point where the learning plateaus and now you have to go to a slightly different mountain to start climbing again you know right. and you're you're it's a different it's just you're just traversing the landscape of your life and you're, so, what, you're what climbing 
what hmm. would you say to like for example today we had a student in one of our classes who said that she has a friend who is very passionate about being a youtuber she is probably in the 6th or 7th grade okay she does literally one video a day and her friend says that she's really good at it she's very passionate about it but uh, my dad says that that's really a, a phase that's which we're going away so this is the kind of conversation and language we are using uh, and and i'm just i mean i don't blame the parent completely but i think that the way we speak to our kids about things like that with, which is some something offbeat it's a road less travel right so you you don't see all the kids getting onto youtube and becoming a youtube influencer or whatever so what do you say to parents like that who say no 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 it's just a phase this is not a career you don't make a career out of it but this is something the child at that point is really enjoying how do you uh, what do you explain to the parents what do you say to the parents in this scenario so um i guess i want to understand it a little bit better what is the child doing in her youtube so him uh, he i think he uh, i think she do you know what she is doing i'm not so sure what she is doing she is a youtuber she is a youtuber so she talks of hers is a youtuber who does youtube videos every day yeah. and when she told her dad that dad you know uh, such and such she's so good at it she's so good at it yeah. and she's so quote unquote passionate about it so dad the, said that's not a real thing like right. one of them one of them is an art student and she presents her art all the time I'm on Instagram. She constantly creates reels and she goes on Instagram. So listen to so listen to what you all are saying, okay? So there's one person who's saying she's a YouTuber. The other one is saying she's an artist who uses Instagram. Yes. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anything. These are tools, right? Yes. What is that child saying, right? That is expression. That is who the child is. The fact that she or he is a YouTuber doesn't mean, it's just like saying oh that person is on tv sure he's on tv but that's just a medium right that's just yeah. a tool yeah. what yeah. is that person saying now mm-hmm. if that child is actually spreading awareness about something or is expressing herself in a way that is influencing maybe music or something i don't know maybe something music. right anything yeah. that is a skill that she's developing which can be used in different places you know power to her and it's yeah. so great for her confidence right she's Absolutely. becoming the more and more i mean i i remember when deepa and i started getting acquainted with social media we were we were so uh, not pro social media at all but then we started you know even something like this doing a facebook live is something that we struggled with but the more and more you do it like you said it's a muscle the more you do it the more you learn the more the confidence grows and i think those are good things for the kids so i don't know if i want to tell the parents you know don't let them do that I mean, of course they've got to work hard for their for their school and their college preparation But at the same time, I think they should be allowed to explore these. Uh, these totally, things. you know. In fact, um, I know that a, a very uh, well-known um, Western author, Barry Lopez, um, in one of his essays, he says that he it's about children reading books which are not necessarily good literature. They might be, you know, what they are called trashy, trashy things. Yeah. And he was yeah. like. allow the children to read whatever whatever they right? want to let, yeah. let them read it because you don't know what conversations that kid is having with those words yes. and how that's going to trans- translate later on in life right yes. so that kind of thing it also manifests in these skills that that child is picking up you don't know how she is going to develop later sure it is not a proxy for doing well in school she has to do that because that is learning she yeah. has to continue to learn yeah yeah right yeah. that's yeah. not a proxy but in her off time if this is how she chooses to get good at yeah. something yeah. great 
I mean, I, yeah. really I think so. I, I think that we did, like you said, we had only three branches. There was art, there was commerce and there was science. And we had to pick one. But today the children have opportunities to kind of mix it up. And yeah. you can be a science student and you can be learning political science or you could be learning art or you could be learning history or anything. It could be law. So I think that the children today are in a different world than we were. Yeah, and therefore, they need to be given different experiences to arrive at their passion or what is it, whatever it is that they want to do in their lives, right? That's right. And and use the tools that that they have at their disposal. Why not? If why not? Is at their disposal, exactly. why not? Just because we didn't have them doesn't mean that they're necessarily bad. You know, right. I kind of worry about parents who say, but I turned out fine without this, 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 or without that, 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 that. And I'm just thinking, yeah, <laughs> they're growing up in a different time. So let them, you know, they're spoiled right. for choice. How lucky are they? Kind Absolutely. Of and I have, I've heard parents say things like, I don't think going to a good school is important because I didn't go to a good school and look how nicely I turned out. No, 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 no. If the child has an opportunity to get well, best, best kind of education. Why not? Why right? not? Yes. And, and I think what's really important is that such children, you know, who are, who don't necessarily then have the guidance they're seeking at home. Mm. I hope and pray that they find a good mentor because mm. those mentors will take them to levels that the parents will not even be able to comprehend. Correct. So correct. It's very important. And I think as parents, Aarti, I was thinking just going on to the next thing was as parents, I think as the child is growing up and they're growing up much faster than we did. So, yeah. you know, we've got to factor that in. We, I think we stop being as instructional as we uh, tend to be usually and be more conversational because that meant even mentorship right when when children find mentors it's people who talk to them and are conversational with them and yeah. that's when you know you, it's it's so strange I mean this is a completely weird example but my mom just called and you know her tv's got broken down and she was talking about she lives in Bombay alone and she said I wanted to talk to you and I said mom what am I going to be able to do if your tv is spoiled and she said no by talking to you I get clarity you know, when I'm saying so, and that I'm thinking even children, if you just let them talk, yeah, absolutely. will come. Absolutely. Right? Big one, big one. Meet you know, them where they are and allow them, just listen to them. You know, there was, a, there was a very nice line by the famous poet William Wordsworth who said, the child is father to the man, yes. which means that the kids, that we are more, we are kids first then they, we become adults. And it's a very large part of our life and it has a deep impact on who we become. So if we don't allow that flourishing to happen to children at that stage, then what kind of adults do they become, right? So, and we also, uh, in our, in our uh, class and in our conversations, we ask the question, who do you want to be rather than what do you want to do? do. So first yeah. you need to answer the question, who do you want to be rather than what do you want to do? So this is a debate and this is a conversation we bring up in every uh, imperfect parenting series because <laughs> we always like to, there's a bit of a difference here and we, we, we always like our guests to kind of take a, you know, what they think about yes, that. Their perspective. Who do you want to be rather than what you want to do? Because we focus so much on you do this, so tumara. Job mil if you do this, that, you become a doctor, you become an engineer. You absolutely. Become... Even, even when we are introducing each other, right? We introduce each other what as do you do? who that person is, what, what that person do? does. 
sometimes here sometimes there you know and that's because i do different things and i am somebody who does a lot of different things and it's okay and i feel that that kind of malleability yeah i i see that in the this next generation of kids and it comes to it seems to come so naturally naturally to, to them so yes. let's not put them in a box yeah, let's don't not box put them, them in a box let's let them be malleable let them be yep. free and floating right Let at the them. same time let's also make sure that they learn a skill let's make sure that that hard work is always part of their life yes. we are not saying and we, i want to make that very clear that hard work is important learning new skills is important being having teachable moments is important and like deepa said we need to have conversations where we are listening to what they're saying just like for example the conversation about the seed you know if my child is curious about how can a seed be in a packet and then grow into a plant then i have got to take that conversation seriously and she says you might be thinking i'm i'm stupid and i said no not at all in fact this makes me wonder how important the environment of the child is in order for them to bloom into a or blossom into a beautiful plant so yeah. i think that ecological environment is very important even for our children absolutely right? no absolutely and i can't stress the the thing about uh, hard work yeah Yeah. like somebody said right you're never given the power to dream without also being given the power to make it come true and that power is nothing but hard work absolutely. you know it's really hard work i mean and you can't none of them right usain bolt didn't get up one morning and win the i just became a runner yeah it's not like that <laughs> steffi graf didn't do i mean all these people they work at it approach your life like an athlete does you have to do it day in and day out go yeah. and not just running on track he probably also does squats he does other things he goes he he goes and looks at a, a stream for 10 minutes doing nothing you know allowing his his mind to regenerate you know to allow all kinds of things to happen in the mind there are different ways that you train it's not just training when i say training a muscle it is not literally training a muscle it's just working at something getting good at something and that can be many things you know in fact uh, you know there is uh, the author of the sapien uh you are harari right he actually every year takes a two month uh, meditation camp he goes into this two month meditation camp because he was he's a very well known historian who has made a lot of predictions about how our future is going to be and one of the things he talks about is adaptability he talks about that and some of these gems that he comes up with comes through his meditation because he spends two months of doing just nothing yeah just internal reflection and and not all of us of course have the opportunity to do these kind of things however it is important i think for children to have something called a free time where yeah. they are where they are sitting around and doing nothing right and i yeah. i can't stress that that enough i feel like i remember struggling with one of uh, one of the trips that remember we took to africa together when uh, my daughter was probably in the 7th grade i can't even remember how long ago it was and this i had to fight with the school to get her to leave for yes, the vacation yes. and i said no it's important for her to explore yeah. this yeah and, and it's fine if she misses school it's okay so i pulled my daughter out regularly um since she was i think in uh, this 2011 so she was 9 years old 10 years old yeah. uh, from when she was 10 years old regularly until she reached the 10th standard and 10th standard december 
<laughs> just before the mocks or whatever oh. i pulled her out pulled her out of school for uh, 10 days and we went to arunachal pradesh hiking yeah and uh, she actually fought with me tooth and nail all the way to the airport so much so that my driver started to you know kind of uh, pacify her and say don't worry beta you'll do well in school now you'll not miss anything <laughs> and she was so petrified but the minute we got into the plane and she started looking outside out of the window yeah. um, and we reached there the experiences she had with living in a tribal home there and things like that those are invaluable and there was so right. much time that she had to herself there was no network there she yes. had no contact with no anybody phone. other than us yeah and no uh, so no distraction and she just it it was just it probably did amazing stuff for her mental health right and today mental health in teenagers especially in children young children is such a big concern we are so worried about how anxious our children are we are so worried about the depression and all of that conversation that is going around yeah. but we are not giving them the space to be free because that's not what we do yeah everybody has to you know we do 10 standard mein ho tum nahi kar sakte correct oh, because you know the the analogy that you brought up and which i constantly give whenever i talk is um, is is of ecology uh, it's like you know you take farmland and if you push it and push it and push it you can put lots of fertilizers and lots of you know chemical manure and things like that and increase the yield eventually yeah. that that land is going to become saline and you will not be able to grow anything on anything. it for decades yeah. right yeah instead if you go back to the traditional way of agriculture where they rotate crops and they leave the field fallow for a whole season yeah. then the rains will come and then again they will sow it and it will come up you know and it can go on for i have visited farms that have been continuously active for 800 years 800 years the same wow. Wow. so so imagine that is what nature is and that's i mean we are nature we are part of nature we're yes. not apart from nature exactly. and that is how even our mind is you have to irrigate it you have to let it lie fallow it will bloom it will create new connections you just have to give it you know it's due just exactly you, know, you have to create that environment for the children to experience all of these things and that's exactly what we want to say and so exciting this is this conversation can go on for probably the next 2 hours <laughs> but anything you want to say arti before we end uh, you know we have been struggling with what we should give the title of this particular series today mm-hmm. uh, because we we were we don't want to say follow your passion mm-hmm. we don't want to say follow your passion we we do want to say empower your children so that they can follow your their passion for sure uh, so any suggestions on what we should uh, name this uh, you know i'll go back to this very interesting episode. talk by cal newport that i heard cal newport yes yes get so okay. good they can't ignore you right exactly i think that's what it is just get so good that they can't ignore you you know that yeah. should be every child's mantra absolutely you know? lovely and if that's there in your head you can't go wrong you know I think you just titled this. You uh, just titled the session. <laughs> Get so good they can't ignore you. And I think uh, I hope all the parents are going to watch this particular episode because it's a very important one in the way which the, how we raise our kids, how we speak to our children is very very important. Thank you, Arthi, so much for this fabulous conversation. And, and we will we will continue this offline for sure. Absolutely. But, uh, <laughs> uh, all the information about what Arthi does, we will be putting it up on our uh, Facebook page as well as on Instagram. uh this will go on uh, on wednesday at 5 o'clock uh, do tune in and we will see you next time thanks a lot arti thank you guys thanks thank and all the best you. bye, bye.